0: hey everybody welcome back uh let's see is this facebook live stuff working it looks like it might have hung oh it's always something with technology uh oh no we're live okay great all right so uh i'm joe pardo uh i'm the founder of the mid-atlantic uh podcast conference and uh welcome to the mid-atlantic podcast conference podcast because we gotta have two podcasts in the name I'm joined by Patricia, and how do you say your last name? Is it Iyer? It is
1: Iyer. Okay,
0: I wasn't sure if it was like air, like even though it's spelled with an I, pronounced totally differently. Uh, Welcome, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. I'm glad to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really happy uh, you came. uh, You were an attendee at the 2016 Middle Ang Podcast Conference, and uh, how? how, Well, first off, how did you find out about the uh, conference?
1: I found out about the conference by being a part of the National Speakers Association which has a podcast Facebook group and somebody in the group asked is anyone going to your conference this year and when I went to the website I found the link from the 2015 conference so I sat down and I watched six hours and 40 minutes of video And then I went ahead and ordered the videos for the 2016 because I couldn't be there in person. So it was through that Facebook connection that I found out about your group and then got excited to see how you started off last year in a gym with sponsors and looked like um, a really nice size group. And then you upgraded to a hotel. So I'm anxious to go forward and look at those videos to see what you did this year.
0: Yeah, uh, so okay, so you actually didn't make it to the conference this year. I I yeah. I recognized the name but I I didn't recognize but I I couldn't tell if if you had made it or not. Mm-hmm. Um and and part, well that's actually kind of a good thing and a bad thing cuz it, it's a good thing that there were so many people this year that keeping track of every single one mm-hmm. of them was a bit tough. Um but wow, I I hadn't heard of uh I had I didn't realize that the National Speaker was National Speaker Society.
1: National Speakers Association. Associations,
0: yes. NSA for sure. That's a mm-hmm. that's, that's a Funny acronym. Uh, so uh, had had somebody had posted it there, and then you found out about. Wow, I you know I, I hope that you got a lot a lot out of the 2015 conference uh, from the speakers. We I know we had a lot of great ones, but uh, it mm-hmm. was a different type of event for sure. Yes,
1: it looked like it was a lot of fun.
0: It, yeah, it it definitely it was. We, we we I really tried to go uh hard on the idea of it being, you know, a different type of an event, not like a conference like a professional like corporate if you will, corporate type conference. Um mm-hmm. so Patricia, why don't you go in about how like well what what your podcast is about? Do you have a podcast?
1: I do. Actually, I have two of them and I started off in an unusual situation which I've discovered is unusual, of being a paid moderator of a podcast. In this case, I became interested as a nurse who's worked with attorneys for multiple years on medical malpractice cases. I became interested about four or five years ago on what I could do to teach the public how they could be good patient advocates for themselves, so that when they went to the doctor, they knew the importance of asking questions and specific things that they needed to know to navigate the healthcare system. In that situation, I worked for a couple of years putting together a website, a newsletter, blogging products, a membership site, and I couldn't get traction. I spent probably 20 hours a month, and what I discovered is that people didn't really want to know about how to avoid medical malpractice because the concept scared them. I discovered after I finally threw in the towel and gave up that there was a subset of people who've been the victim of medical malpractice who were concerned about it, but I was not connected to them at the time. But in the course of doing those programs, I connected with a man who was working with a couple whose daughter had died in the hospital from an overdose of opiates or narcotics. And he said to me, I'd like to do some video programs for the public on avoiding medical errors. And I talked with him about the pros and cons and said, how about a podcast? So he said, great. What would you charge to be my moderator? Would you accept an honorarium? And he num- he named a number. And I said, that sounds great. So in the first 10 programs, I made more from him than I did in the entire two years that I was working in this field by myself. And we learned some significant lessons as a result of being involved in that podcast. One of which was, and I I think this might be important for people who are listening, who have podcasts is that our approach was that he would line up a speaker and then he'd give me some materials and I would create questions. And that effort took, two, three, four hours, depending upon how much reading I had to do to distill down the questions. Then we went to the speaker and said, when are you available? Sometimes it would be two or three or four months before we could coordinate our calendars so that that person was available when I was available. So what we learned from that experience is that I should not go through the process of preparing for the podcast until I had a definite date from a guest. And then I carry that lesson over to the podcast that I started myself last month for legal nurse consultants who are nurses who work with attorneys on cases with medical issues. They could be medical malpractice, personal injury, workers' comp. Uh, and I do an interview style, but I don't start writing the questions from my guest until that guest has booked the date, and then we're firm that we're going ahead.
0: That, that's a pretty good lesson, because uh, especially if you're, you're doing all the work to um, make the questions really customized for each guest, you know, you you could wind up doing it and then it could be years, you know, or not years, but months and months, maybe even up up to a year. I mean, I have people that were supposed to be on my show back when I first got started and two and a half years later, I'm, I'm still waiting for them. So I'm glad I didn't do the prep work for, Mm -hmm. for that, uh, from that perspective of it. Um, no, I love, I love that you, uh, you, you know, you, you've kind of, well, you pivoted to this idea that it's like, okay, well, but, but, I think what's, what's more important, though, is that you probably wouldn't have had that conversation with him in the first place if you didn't already have this ba- this long background in doing online like marketing and, and sales, regardless mm-hmm. of how successful or unsuccessful you are. Because like, let's, let's be honest. Like, none of this stuff is easy, right? Like Just figuring this stuff out is tough enough. But then to actually be good at it, that where people – like you put something out and people respond to it in a positive manner where all of a sudden the internet starts giving you money – is really difficult. It's it's not an easy process, um, and learning lessons throughout the pro- throughout that process is, is I mean invaluable. Uh, it, you know, it's hard to put a price on that because it's the amount of hours. Like you said, you were doing twenty hours a month just on the side to to make this. Ha- you know, to make uh, these online pro- was it products you were doing or what what specifically were you selling?
1: I was selling a membership site that consisted of a monthly product which was an interview with an expert, as well as additional documents. And then there was a free 50-page magazine that I put together every month with guest authors. And I blogged, and I promoted, and I tweeted, and I Facebooked about all of this. So that's how all the time came in. And it was something that you're right. I did a lot of studying on internet marketing and have been in coaching programs. And there are so many moving pieces to being successful online, and it's constantly changing. So you have to be a quick learner, and you have to also, I think if you're an internet marketer, figure out what are you comfortable with, what's going to work for you, and what your goals are, and what do you need to lay aside.
0: I, yeah, I, w- I would totally agree. Now, what's your second podcast that you, you do?
1: Well, the second podcast is the Legal Nurse Consulting podcast, and I do two shows a week. I have a 30-minute interview with another person with questions that I give them in advance so that they know ahead of time. Like you and I have not done questions in advance, so (laughs) this is totally spontaneous, but I find the people that I interview have a higher comfort level if they know what I'm going to be asking them. And then I do a second podcast that airs two days later that's roughly a 10-minute commentary on the subject matter that I covered with the guest. There are, and we may talk about all of the work and all the pieces that go into having a podcast, I wanted to try to make this manageable because there's so much to be done. So I went through blog posts. I've been blogging for six years, twice a week. My goal was to find blog posts that I could mesh together to come up with roughly 1,200 words for a 10-minute recording, put them together on that topic, and then record it, edit it, uh, so that I could take out the times that I needed to stop and start, and then create the show notes for both of those shows. Now, I have a virtual assistant who just this week is now after um, I've recorded about 40 episodes so far. She's now assisting me with the show notes. Another thing that I learned, my personality is that I'm not a last minute individual. I want to make sure that things are lined up. And I, I'm not going to be scrambling like I could see happen. Well, I am I need a podcast for next Monday. Who am I going to interview? I didn't want to be in that situation. So right now in October, I have enough podcast interviews recorded through the end of March next year.
0: Oh, wow. My
1: little ones, the 10-minute segments are not written and recorded, but I got the interviews lined up.
0: Oh, that, that's great. I mean, I, I definitely am a big fan of, Uh, banking these interviews when it's supposed to be like a regular show like this show the middle Atlantic podcast conference podcast is is a spontaneous show with podcasters and attendees and speakers and they'll you know i guess internet marketers in general because podcasting is a is can be a big part of marketing um and it's it's spontaneous and it doesn't come out every week i don't I don't produce like a, it's not a weekly show but um it's something that I've enjoyed doing cuz I've gotten to talk with so many not just attendees and speakers and sponsors but but just people that are doing what I'm doing and and having that to be able to put it out. Um so it's a little more spontaneous cuz also time it is is uh, of the essence as mm-hmm. I have found since having my first baby uh 6 months 7 <laughs> months ago. So sure <laughs> Uh, I, so yeah, I can I can definitely appreciate. It. I love the fact that you did so much blogging for six years. That that takes a lot a lot of discipline to uh, to do it on like one specific you know arching topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I assume it was all in the medical field, right? With yes. Be the- the topic. Yes. Um, so yeah, so I, that's wonderful that you're able to do that. And then taking that content and repurposing it because just because people might have seen your website once or twice or whatever doesn't mean they've seen every single post. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. they've seen all the content. It doesn't mean they've read every post and doesn't necessarily even mean that if they were to listen today that they didn't, won't necessarily go back and still read the original article in which it's derived from at some later point when you reshare that article as like, hey, did you know that I did this? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I, definitely, uh, have, have a high appreciation for that. So Patricia, I'm really curious, what, what does podcasting mean to you?
1: It's another medium that I've heard about for several years that if you are focused in on education, I have a background in teaching people, you know, that some people like to read, some people like to listen, some people like to do, I would prefer to read And I have to realize that not everybody in the world likes to learn that way. I love to drive my car and listen to audio tapes in which I'm learning. But I primarily sit down at the end of the day and read a book rather than to listen to a podcast. So for me, it was a deliberate shift into another way to get information to my market. I sold my legal nurse consulting business last year was very successful. It was a a great experience building it up over 30 years and now I coach other legal nurse consultants so my podcast is a way for people to find out about my expertise who don't know me or are part of my audience already and maybe they're considering hiring a legal nurse consultant coach so they learn more about me and my expertise by listening to a podcast either going to iTunes or going to my website.
0: That oh, that that's awesome. I I can appreciate the fact that you really understand that that the marketing grasp that podcasting can have, and you know I can appreciate also the fact that you don't like to come home at the end of the day and and sit down and listen to a podcast because uh, neither do I. Um, though as <laughs> I've been doing these walks with my daughter day in and day out, I have finally started to get back into listening to podcasts after uh, now two over two years of t- not listening because I don't drive very much as, anymore. So, Mm -hmm. so, But now I'm doing these walks with her, it gives me something to listen to that isn't just the same music over and over and over again, Mm -hmm. Um, which I do enjoy my music uh, an awful lot. I mean, you can see I have turntables right behind me. Um, Uh But, uh, you know, it's it it does um, enables you to learn uh, something while you're while you're doing something that you don't necessarily have to think about uh, to that extent. So, uh, yeah, so. Okay so you, have you had a chance to watch the videos from this year?
1: I have not. No, I think that you got them ready faster than we expected, which was a bonus. But I have not been able to allocate the time to go through them. I'm looking forward to them.
0: You know so so I yeah, so about that. I I got them ready in about 4 days. Uh originally mm-hmm. I think they were supposed to be ready like October 10th or Yes. Sometime later in October. And, um, it, yeah, I, I, I kind of like sped right through cause I just wanted to get it out done and out of the way. And, uh, it's, it's amazing how time consuming that, the, that, just that aspect of taking those videos and slicing them down into, to bite sized pieces, then converting them to MP3s, then uploading all that, that data, uh, can take, but I, I really wanted to just get it done and out of the way and, um, really, but I also don't, I didn't want to set my bar too high where it's like, well, if I tell people I'll be ready a week after the conference, all of a sudden you're under the gun to get it done, you know? And mm-hmm. if something goes wrong, it's like, oh no, something went wrong versus like, oh, well, if something went wrong, at least I had that buffer. Um, yes. And it's always good to over deliver, you know, and, 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 pre- and deliver early.
1: And I also purchased the ones from you on monetizing your podcast, which, um, eager to listen to and watch as well, because that's been one of my focuses as a business person. I look at all of the energy that I put into my first effort of this membership site and I made $19 and 95 cents a month for 18 months. That was my only return until I got hired to do these patient safety podcasts with the podcast that I'm doing now. I am adding a related product into the show notes and at the end of the transcripts of every podcast. I'm offering people the opportunities to subscribe to the transcripts so that if they are like me, would rather um, read quickly than to listen for 30 minutes, they can review the transcript. And I have had some sales as a result of that in the first 16 episodes of people buying the products that are in the show notes and also described at the the end of the transcript so for me that's just like extra money cuz those products all demonstrate my expertise and they sit on my website and I want people to be able to learn from them
0: yeah oh that's wonderful i you know having those having those products there um you know it's like you you build it once and then it's there forever or forever um, and, and that, uh, you know, that part of it's really great. I hope that you, you get a lot out of the, uh, out of that. I didn't, wasn't expecting to get that done as quickly as quickly as either. I think it's like over two and a half hours. And, um, I had a couple people in the room and answered questions along the way. So I, I hope you enjoy that, uh, that video. Cause there's a lot, a lot of information. I was planning on doing like a whole slideshow and all that stuff, but then it, it was like, well, I'm going to be talking for a while, a while, regardless, Uh, Mm -hmm. of if I get pictures and slides behind me or, or whatever. So, um, I think I got most of those, um, most of those resources in that PDF file as well. So I, I would love to get some feedback on that. Um, once you, once you get a chance to go through it. Um, but yeah, having, having those, those, uh, um, lead magnets too, like on each of your, your pages and having content that's really, um, really specialized to what you were offering through your website, like the, you know, the brand and the, uh, oh, the, the niche that you're serving is, is really awesome to, um, to be able to, to have that, to, to have those, those products right there. And, and like I said, they sit on your site. So, uh, it, I, it, you never know where you're going to, to land when you start on a journey like podcasting, mm-hmm. uh, you know, something it's interlaced with people who do, you know, write books and, and people who create, you know, blogging content, video content. I mean, right now we're, we're doing this live on Facebook live, but it's going to be turned into a podcast, uh, shortly after we get done and uploaded the spreaker, and then up right on the front page of the, uh, the middle dot com website. So, um, you know, Patricia, I was wondering. Like, so, so you you've watched. Well, you've watched one year. You're going to watch two years of the conference. Do you, do you think you're going to make it out to next year?
1: I've already bought my ticket, Joe.
0: Oh, you have. I I oh, told yeah. you. I knew. I I knew the name. <laughs> I knew that it, more than just why when you um you <laughs> or um emailed me back and said, hey, I'd love to be a a a, a, a yeah, I can't think <laughs> a guest on the Middle Line podcast conference. So oh, no, that's awesome uh, that, that you're going to be able to be out here here in, in good old South Jersey, right outside of really good old Philadelphia uh, mm-hmm. in, in uh, September. It's September 8th and 9th. Uh, tickets are not re- not on sale, but we will be doing a Black Friday sale uh, for anybody who hasn't well didn't pre purchase their tickets like Patricia here. Um, so yeah. So wh- where would you say that you're you're looking to go with podcasting in the near future? Or not so near future, just I guess the future in general.
1: Well, I'm aware that there's a large percentage of podcasts that stop after five, six episodes. I'm not that kind of a person. Once I make a commitment, as I mentioned, I have people lined up for several months. I really enjoy the process of talking with people that back and forth and Being able to share stories, bringing in all different aspects to help my audience, I think that's lots of fun because there are people listening in UK and Romania and Australia and India and other parts of the world that I would never be able to reach if I weren't involved in podcasting. So I'm excited by that process. I like the creative process. I know not everybody enjoys writing and creating, but to me, it's a fuel. In fact, I have to limit how much time I spend creating because I could create all the time and I'd be very happy, but it's a part of a business activity and a way of sharing what I know to help other people. I think that podcasting is an exciting platform for people and it's so versatile and you've got I know from watching the videos of your first conference that you had people from all different aspects of expertise and different interest groups who were sharing information. The guy who did a podcast on the Muppets, for example.
0: Yes, Steve Swanson.
1: um, um, Or, you know, women who are concerned with women entrepreneurial issues or women's hearts issues. It's just fascinating to see how people can connect using that medium.
0: Yeah, it it is and I th- um and that you know and that really speaks to the idea that it is a medium. It's part like you know this could be a YouTube video, this could be a podcast, this could be all this and then I can get the transcript made up and boom, all of a sudden I have a blog post. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, but, I mean all that takes time to do, but it's it's that power of like okay, somebody could be walking or driving or sitting at their computer watching it versus, you know, listening to it while they're walking or driving or in the shower or whatever they're doing, like, or working out in the garage or working out. Um, or they could, uh, read it while, you know, read it anytime that they're just sitting around. So it's like that, that, that trifecta, I mean, literally trifecta because it's three different ways of consuming content, even if it is like the same you know, content, uh, overall. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so yeah, so I, I really think, uh, I I think you're do I think you're really on the right path. I mean, and congratulations by the way, on selling your business after 30 years. I mean, most people are lucky if they get five, uh, and you had 30, so that's, that's wonderful.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: You're welcome. Um, so if you, if you wouldn't mind sharing how people can connect with you online and how people can get your pot, both of your podcasts that or that would be awesome. Uh
1: Well the patient safety one is ppahs dot org and the one that I am doing for legal nurse consultants is called legalnursepodcast.com. dot com. They have two different audiences, but they both deal with medical issues and I would be delighted to be able to assist anyone who needs help.
0: Awesome. That's all yeah, go go check out Patricia and, and uh if, I mean, I'm not a nurse or anything like that. I actually know quite a few nurses, but, uh, you know, that's a, that's a, a great resource from the, the, uh, from the standpoint of the, the, you know, le- you say it's the legal side of things though, right? For me- to uh, prevent male practice
1: safety area, the patient safety blog is really directed to a combination of healthcare providers who are concerned with patient safety as well as some patients the Legal Nurse Podcast is directed to legal nurse consultants who work with attorneys on medical issues.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that yeah, I mean, that's that's very specific. And you know what? I love the fact that it's niche like that because you can target people. And that's why you're getting sales from your website and from your content because it is targeted towards a very specific set of people. So it's a target that you can hit. Um, you know, it might not be the biggest target in the world, but if it's a target that's big enough, you're going to hit it. Uh, so Patricia, I really appreciate you taking the time, the, the twenty five minutes or so, to come and be a guest on the mid Atlantic Podcast Conference podcast. Uh, if you can go and get your ticket, uh, you can get your virtual ticket for for the twenty sixteen conference. It's uh, middleatlanticpodcast. dot slash virtual and uh, look for the Black Friday sale on Black Friday, November twenty fifth, I sixth. I'm not really sure. Uh, whatever the day after Thanksgiving and uh, the U S. Thanksgiving. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Patricia. I really appreciate it.
1: Well, thank you, Joe. And and before we disconnect, I should mention that one of the things that selling my business allowed me to do was to work with people who are interested in writing books and need an editor or a ghostwriter. I do not have a podcast related to that topic. That may be next, but my services are described on patier.com, which is p-a-t-i-y-e-r.com. And if you've got a book hidden in you, and I see a couple of them behind you, Joe, that looks like they beat their way out of you and and are now sitting proudly displayed on your table, that's the kind of thing that I help people do when they want to write and they want to share their expertise, but they need somebody to assist them to make it come to life.
0: Oh, I love that. Yes, I, I do have two books over here and a music album that I did, um, the DJ music album. And yeah, I, you know, a lot of people do have a book inside them and they don't know how to get out, get it out of them. And I I would definitely recommend somebody to, to, that they should go to, to figure out how to make that happen. It's not the hardest thing in the world. If you just start, you know, everything, one foot in front of the other is generally, uh, how that song goes from, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, I think Santa Mm -hmm. Claus is coming to town. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) so exactly.
1: That's how we accomplish things is one foot in front of the other.
0: Yes, I mean, I didn't know much about publishing. I had one friend who helped me. Uh, he's he had published a bunch of or uh, self published a bunch of books and gave me a few, just like, hey, go to this website, this website, and this website, and then bam, I was on my way to uh, self publishing and go- you know, googling everything else in but be- that I needed in between. So, I, yeah, I would t- I would definitely suggest if you if you have something like that inside you. I'm in the midst of writing my third book, so uh, fair we're, fair. we're we're get, we're we're getting we're moving on, you know, moving on and moving up. Now I just had to get the conference out of the way. That was the, that was That's the big right. thing. You know, running a conference by your, more or less by yourself is uh very time consuming when especially as you get excuse me, closer to that conference it's it's tough. That day is mm-hmm. it's a very difficult time, but uh it's so worth it and writing your own book is so worth it. So, uh definitely check Patricia out if you uh decide that you want to get a book written uh, or get that book out of you and written. Uh, for the world to enjoy it's it's a it's a it's a process that's a process but it's a it's a thing that you'll have forever regardless of if you plan on selling it or if you just want it for your own keepsake for the fact that you have it and you, you know you did it
1: um well it's a way to share your expertise with people to share that valuable information that you have you know i have joked with people that if i looked at all the hours that i spent writing i probably made about 35 cents an hour on my sales, but my books, particularly my professional books have opened doors that have made millions of dollars for me. I
0: I couldn't agree more. I mean, if I didn't have a podcast, the the dreamers podcast specifically, um, uh, there's a lot of doors that would not be open to me. Uh, the books have helped with that as well for speaking. So it, it all kind of ties together. As long as you find that niche and create your own lane, that's what you, you know, bouncing all around doesn't really help you get the, uh, the job done too well, but, uh, find that niche and and then really hammer it home until, you know, people, people respect you for that niche. And, um, yeah.
1: (laughs) Terrific. And when I come to the Mid-Atlantic conference next year, I'll come up and shake your hand, give you a hug and you'll say, Hey, I saw you on that Skype screen.
0: I I will. And I, I, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great time. Where where are you going to be coming from?
1: I have a snowbird pattern in my life, so I live in New Jersey in the summer and in Florida in the winter.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, did we lose you? Oh, there you are. Um, no, that's 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 awesome. I I hope to get there at some point. I, I'm a big Disney fan, if you couldn't tell. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Looking forward to getting to that point at some point. Uh living in Jersey and and, and traveling to uh Florida I mean I go I travel there four to six times a year uh before Ava got here at least. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's <laughs> I'm almost there. I, I got like a junior badge. Excellent. <sighs> All she right. would
1: enjoy Disney World when she's a little bit older too.
0: Oh she definitely definitely will. We will we will be there. In fact she might be in Disneyland before we get to Disney World. Uh, because, uh, I'll be out there for podcast movement in August. I don't know if you're Mm going, if you plan on being there.
1: No, I haven't heard about podcast movement.
0: Oh, it's like the largest podcast conference, um, in actually I think in the world per Hmm. se. Uh, yeah. Good friends, Jared Easley, Dan Franks, and uh, a few others run it. And, um, yeah, yeah. I'll get you the website. (laughs) Oh, great.
1: That would be terrific. I so much appreciate your expertise and your questions and the opportunity to talk with you today, Joe.
0: Yeah, it's been fun. I, I definitely uh, I appreciate you taking the time to to answer the questions and and to be on Facebook Live and part of the Middle Podcast family. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be great. I can't wait to meet you. In it's only so as um who was it this morning that I was talking to um John. Schwabish had reminded me that it's only like 300 some days away, so uh, I got a lot to, to prepare for. <laughs> I got to outdo last year's or this year's. Uh huh. So, thank you again, Patricia. All
1: right, terrific. Thanks so much, Joe. Bye bye.